Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 307. It's my okay. spooky voice. Wow. For, that for that that's, I'd be seven. seven. If you came and talked to me like that, yes, that makes sense. Yeah, it's my, it's my, spook, it's my spooky uh, demon voice. Uh, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Just for I this like, episode. I like, I like the effort. I would have gone with demon, but whatever. You would have yes. gone with demon. I would not have gone with demon, but oh, you would oh, not you... have gone with demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you have gone with? It was your choice. Some sort of uh, sexual offender. Demons can be sexual. Well, that's that's a kind of demon. This is that's true. A kind of demon. <laughs> I'm, I'm a good. I'm, I'm a demon. I'm a de- this demon. episode three oh seven. The B movie breakdown. Jeez. <laughs> All right, moving along. Well, yes, guys, yes. ask my opinion. I'm just giving it to you. <laughs> you're giving, oh, we you're got giving your opinion, somebody but something. Then we got a voice. Oh. We got your opinion. Then we got a voice. Then he did. Then he did. He did the voice of what he thought you meant, how you wanted to sound. And now I'm talking about the sound that he made that you thought he made. And we should just. But move I didn't. On. But I okay, didn't say move on. Yeah. He said. Uh, I said episode 307 of the B Movie Breakdown, a weekly podcast for finding the humor and enjoyment, and awesome and awesome bad films of the past and present, and with the good, the bad, the what, the fuck. I'm Corey. I'm bad. What? I no one can see. Long. And no one can see what you're doing with your weird face thing. I was just waiting for you to say your yeah, name. My name's Nick. My name's Nick. It's my name. That is Nick. And that is Pat. For now. And, uh, you know, we talk about all these crazy movies all the time. And this month we've been doing a horror nonstop here on the B-Movie Breakdown. Uh, for for you know, All Hallows Eve is upon us. Uh, this coming Saturday, when this when this is released, it'll be the following Saturday. is uh, is a good old Halloween. So, hopefully, you've been watching so some of these movies we've been watching to g- get you in the mood for the the Halloween season. Uh, we always mention what the next movie is going to be at the end of every episode. So make sure you listen to the end know what the next movie is going to be but actually we're going to take a break from movies for a few episodes and uh we'll we'll say it up here on the top too uh that we're going to start a tournament of the like kind of like the best of the worst movies so we're we're not we're not including these ones you know like something like this maybe or like a nightmare on elm street or something like that the ones that we know we'll pick uh, to keep moving along is watchable uh, among these other movies that are complete trash that we've watched. So we're uh, it's kind of it's more so the best of the worst. I think there was about a hundred and twenty some odd movies that we chose from for that list. I can't remember the exact number, um, but you'll hear it. I've when lost. We, when, I've lost count. When we're, when we're discussing, but but it's a it's a it's a randomized bracket of movies that we've watched for for the podcast. And uh, we're we're going through, and we're uh, you know eliminating some, and some are moving on, and you know we're going to see how that how that bracket works out over the next few episodes in, in our best of the worst tournament here on the B Movie Breakdown. If you have any uh, thoughts on that, or uh, you know maybe you're like, oh, this should have won over this, or something like that, um, leave us some comments or some DMs or some emails. You can do that on social media at B Movie Breakdown or BMB Podcast at gmail.com. That's BMB Podcast at gmail.com. You can also send movies that you uh, want us to watch or movies maybe you made or something like that. That's a good place to send them over there. Speaking of plugs, Nick, do you have any that you want to uh, get out there 
before we get going here with our spooky movie. Well, speaking of spooky things, this is the season. So if you want some more spooky talk, you can listen to Weird and Feared. It is a podcast that you can find wherever you find this podcast you're listening to, where we discuss monsters, madness, and mayhem. And uh, things are getting real spooky over there. So check out all the Instagrams and the, uh, the um, well, just the feed. We can talk to you, li- you know, not live, but in the recordings so you'll hear us talk to you about all the cool things we have um, in store for the remainder of this spooky month. Spookiness all around. And this week was, uh, I would say, definitely a spooky movie. You had some some interesting feels and spookiness going on in it. Interesting uh, a little, is a wise uh, choice. A little yeah, bit different uh, than what I thought it was going to be, but uh, we'll get into it oh, here. Just... You know, with uh, William Peter Blatty's The Exorcist 3. It's the best of the worst. Has, had anybody else ever seen Exorcist 3 before? Only no. in my dreams. Only I in your dreams. Me. What about Exorcist 2, The Heretic? Anybody was... Nope. Now I want to, one? Uh Well, yeah, it has nothing to do with this movie uh, whatsoever. That's fine. It's the Exorcist, um, so that's cool. It's, it's not great. Uh, I'll say that. I've seen Exorcist 2, The Heretic. It, all, it has Linda Blair in it as Reagan. Um, but, yeah, it's not very... Good and it's uh, usually on the the list of some of the worst films ever made. Uh, is really? the Ex- Exorcist is it, Two? Is it, is it is it rated worse than this one? As far as you know, like overall. Yeah, it's yeah, like oh, okay. as far as like a tomato rating or something like that, like Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, just like the general consensus. Yeah, general consensus is, is that most people just genuinely dislike The Exorcist 2. Uh, this movie, though, I, I feel like a lot of people genuinely really like this movie. It's it's either this movie, what I found in, in looking at anybody's like, like user-type reviews on MDB and whatnot, is that people either love this movie or they fucking hate this movie. Uh, usually the hate, the hate just comes from, why would you make a sequel? That kind of thing. Uh, you're always going to have... That because right? the any, D, you I, can't mess. I can say this: I hated this there's... movie, and it wasn't because why make a sequel? Why did you hate all. it? Go on. Why did you hate this film? I thought I'm from curious. minute forty-five to like uh, almost an hour after that, it just fucking drug, and then it was just unraveled. It seemed to me, and then I just I lost interest, and then it got it real crazy. And I just kind of hated it. It just didn't make really sense. It wasn't cohesive enough from where they built up to to where they ended. It just seemed like they kind of jumped the shark. Maybe I don't know. Sure. I just it's I this movie upset me a lot while I was watching it. Maybe why did it upset you? Why did it upset? Because you? I was just like, why is this happening now? And how did we get to this point? Why are people drawing these assumptions? It didn't make sense. They didn't allude to that stuff before. Uh, I don't know. And it, yes. that too, I think a lot of very good actors were in this movie, and they were given horrible, horrible lines to work. I mean, with. everybody's voice was incredible. I just hung in everybody's word whenever they talked. It's like you guys are enunciating. Oh yeah, like you're touching me, and it's like a you know you're 
my ears were being tickled by everything they said. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, yeah, George, yeah, I mean, George, I, I, he's got a super, 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 like, iconic voice. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And, he, and he's great in this movie. And I said this last week as well, but um, Brad Dorif is just a fantastic actor. Like, he's obviously great as the voice of Chucky for eons now. Uh, and he's fantastic in that, but he's so awesome as an actor he's great in this he's in a number of other movies another one that i really like that he is in is, well it's a weird it's a really bizarre movie that we actually did for the podcast when gina was on the show it's called a movie called color of night that somebody has suggested to us it's a movie with bruce willis and he can't see red and it's just a, <laughs> it's a it's it that's it, an integral part of the movie is that he can't see oh red. is it um, but like, it's a weird movie, but Brad Dorif is in it as one of these like, um, group, group therapy members that Bruce Willis goes to this group, group therapy thing. And he is fantastic in it. Uh, but, and he's in, obviously in a number of other movies, not as just a voice, but no, he's very good uh, in this too. But yeah, Brad Dorif is, is awesome. Actually, his daughter is a great actress as well. She is in, um, the most recent two Chucky movies, the Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. She's in both of those, cool. and she is she's great in both of those. Actually, she had a small little stint on the Purge TV show as well, the first season. So that was cool to see her pop up there. But you it know what's is, weird uh, though is that um, George C. Scott just did some like weird roles towards the end of his career. It was just kind of like these like. I don't know. It was just like this, and then this like seems he was like in, in his wheelhouse, but the the genre does not. Like the character does. Oh yeah, the genre does not. He's he's been in some other like I think he was in a few other. He's in a couple other horror movies long ago, but um, but this was definitely like the most like horror of horror type movies that he would have been in. Yeah, but um, you know what? He's in Firestarter. As well, I'm pretty sure I can double check that, but I'm pretty sure he's also in Firestarter with uh, Drew Barrymore, the Stephen King one. Mm. Um, so he, so right there, and you know, the right at that time in the '80s, he was kind of like in a in a couple um, horror movies there. But um, yeah, kind of a weird movie for him. I feel like towards the end of his career, there he was, you know, mainly doing a lot of voice work here and there, and like some animated stuff that makes sense. Uh, when he was when he was getting older. But then um, just a few movies here and there, and this was this was one of them. Um, Pat said, mentioned that he did not like this movie. I actually, I actually, I actually liked this movie. I liked, liked the it. first third, maybe, and then it really, I really fell off. I would like to see the director's cut to see the. Or I assume we didn't watch the director's cut, but um, who knows. But I would like to I mean, see the director's cut after reading some of the, I read some of the stuff that I think is in it and I don't, and I don't remember seeing some of those things. So, uh, but I'd like to see the director's cut that's, that uh, shout factory scream factory, like that they put out uh, because like there was definitely like a riff in like the, with the, like, the studio and then, um, you know, having William um, Peter Blatty direct it, and he had also wrote wrote the book that it was based on. Obviously, uh, yeah, that's I'd, pretty I, awesome. I, I'd actually really like to 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 read that book. Yeah. Maybe The Exorcist and this, like back to back, would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, that book is called Legion. Okay. And 
But yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, I didn't know what to expect from this. I had no nothing. I didn't know. I read like the small synopsis, like okay, it's there's like a killer or something, whatever. And I, I honestly liked it because I liked that it was something drastically different than The Exorcist. Yeah, it was um, way, I feel way, way like different. I feel like if they just did the same thing, which was kind of like Exorcist Two, The Heretic was trying to dive into some of that and some other. Just it was just trying to, you know, the, you know, the exorcist was like, you know, they're trying to capture lightning in a bottle again, and it just that wasn't going to happen. And uh, so I, I, I liked that this was different, I didn't expect it to be the way it was. And and uh, I, I would have liked maybe a little bit more with like the back and forth of um, the Gemini killer and what was, you know. Damien Karras or Patient X is what they were referred to him as a couple times, but I would have liked maybe like a back and forth kind of thing a few times. That would have been kind of cool. Like if they Between were like the two of them, you thought? Yeah, if it was like splitting and it was like Gemini and then him. It happened a couple times, but it'd be like for long stints. I thought it would have been cool if there was like a scene where it was like back and forth, like him like just like losing control, kind of uh, from the Gemini killer and like almost a Gemini killer and. Uh, the master, which would be Pazuzu, like fighting each other, basically. Um, I thought that would have been like a cool, like argument type of thing or something would, that would have happened. But, but yeah, I, I, I did it. I did enjoy this movie uh, for for what it was. Um, Nick, your your like initial thoughts before we kind of dig deep into it. It was it was. I found it to be a beautiful thing. That's how I would judge this film. <laughs> Because I mean, come on, what else? What do you want? You get your real, you get your toughest nails, like your your real your cop who's like like um how um the character how it doesn't quite fit the genre. That's why I think, in my opinion, it works because this man does not is not used to interacting with supernatural beings or demons. It's this thrust upon him. Then he loses his yes. friends, and then he finds out one of his friends is possessed, and all of a sudden he's like, what is going on? That's targeting his daughter. Then he's involved with like this battle with a demon. And he's like, oh my God. So like, and it does, it does creep up. It starts, it's almost, it's not quite a, uh, you know, we always compare it from dusk till dawn. Not quite the same thing. Cause you kind of know already, you kind of get an idea. There's always gruesome murders, but they go from gruesome, realistic murders to, oh, no, they're being committed by people who are possessed by demons. And now everyone's in trouble. See, that's and I just kind of think it. Yeah, go ahead. That's where it kind of lost me. Like he, he never believed in that stuff forever. And then all of a sudden within the short time period, he just totally accepted it. Like even, I mean, even throughout the time when he was questioning it, it. then he just like, Oh, this is happening. Well, that was, I mean, basically that was the plot, the plot. Once, once, um, once our uh, demon had him, once, uh, once our Gemini killer and whatever the fuck is going on, um, had him pinned against the wall and his base, like, we'll make you like the whole point was like, we'll make you believe that was even like, yeah, I'm going to make you believe. And he's like, and then, but then like, He's knowing secrets about the murders that no one else knew. So he's still like, why does this guy like he never goes, I bet this guy's a demon. But this is fucking weird. Who's telling him this and that? And then he's hearing like the demon talk. And then honestly, the one thing I wish they wouldn't have said I didn't need to know was. But I mean, it kind of lays it out there is the um, when uh, the Gemini killer is like talking about how he made his deals with the master and stuff, how and how like it spent him 15 years to regenerate the brain tissue of a Damien. I'm like, what the fuck is this regenerating brain tissue? Yeah. And then, he, he, that, and then he punched out of the grave. And then, I mean, the performance is of course delivered fantastically, but like this, this scenario he painted in my head, I'm like, what, 
the fuck? Like, you could have just left it. Like, maybe that was telling me. I mean, of course, I'd like that. But I'm like, maybe that's telling <laughs> me too much. Maybe, maybe keep it a little bit vaguer if I was. But I mean, it kind of, if you're asking the questions of, well, how is he in Damien's butt? What's going on? It kind of answers that. But maybe, maybe be a little bit more vague about the demon regenerating brain tissue and busting out of the coffin. And then somebody's, you know, maintaining the grounds and sees a man erupt from the coffin that he was buried in because he was dead. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, naturally, yeah. I'm, I'm all about that. Me personally. But maybe keep it a little bit more. Like, let me, maybe, like, let me wonder how that happened. Be a little more vague with the wordplay if I'm really crit- over-critiquing it. But otherwise, that's, you know, that's fine. I don't think you're over-critiquing it. I don't know. That was, that was one of the problems I had with it. I thought it was just too, that was just, it's too much of a stretch for where this movie was kind of coming from for the first, I don't know. Sure. Two-thirds of it, all, maybe. All I would say is that, like. Even though I know where it's working from, from origin, you know. Well, right. Right, and the movie was always going to demons. So in retrospect, yeah. all the other stuff kind of retroactively makes sense. Like, oh no, you thought you were playing in this world. This is not the world we're playing in. Yeah. Right. Like, what the fuck? Decapitating the then the the kid and his his uh, the police boys and then what? The, they cut off the what and did what to the Jesus head? What? <laughs> Calm down, everybody. Yeah. Uh, I thought I, I liked I liked the aspect that it was like okay you're, I think I could think it would piss a lot of people off, but like okay you're gonna go see the Exorcist but then it's like the serial killer thing but then it ends up being a demon thing but I think the serial killer part that is like the beginning part of the movie I think would piss a lot of people off just because people like get the, like that yeah. right is people are like uh, well this isn't Exorcist where are the demons like at that point when the I mean that's the first I've, movie, I've said that many times. <laughs> to myself in life. But, but like, well, after that first movie that made such an impact and was such a taboo thing, sure. people just wanted, just I guess, just like a possessed person on screen doing the same thing. Oh, I, I'm not really I like know, sure what they wanted out of, out of another people movie. pigeonhole things. Yeah, it, well, oh yeah, hundred percent. And then this is definitely one of the t- things, right? It's such an iconic <laughs> thing, and it had such a huge impact. Like I was telling you, I was watching that Cursed Films on Shudder and the episode about The Exorcist, and they were talking about how Linda Blair, like, it had such an impact that people were, like, sending her death threats, like, yeah, screaming at her in the streets. Like, people she do was, that. She was basically just, like, people shunned cool. from, like, so many, not from necessarily Hollywood, but, like, but, like, but, like, it was, like, a bad, people, like, oh, Kind of was like she wasn't in. She's in some movies, a lot of B movies and stuff after that. And, um, but it's just kind of like, you know, I don't know if like the aura around her, like the hatred, people didn't want that to go along with their movie, right? So it's like you know, but but like this poor little girl, she had like no choice. She's just in a movie. She's just acting yeah. in a movie. Yeah. She just silly. chose. I mean, to that's be... on the people. Yeah, that's on that's on human beings being stupid, which is yeah. you find out. Is a common thing. Well, she 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 won Golden Globes for it, that movie, I believe. Yeah, she nailed it. She? Yeah, the movie. Yeah, the movie won awards and things like that. But yeah, yeah. but the but the but like people passing out in the theaters and yeah, yeah I heard it people just even like to like therapists after watching it. Yeah, so people, yeah. It, you know, it was uh, it was big, and they they I mean, the studio ate it up and used it in their marketing and everything because why not? People are fucking passing out from your movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to put it out there, but yeah, it, be, it was such a taboo thing to make a movie about at the time. 
Uh, now the like market is oversaturated with possession and de- demon ghost movies, whatever. Man, the demons are out, dude. The demons are out. They're here to play. <laughs> yeah. Wanna play. So it's like it's definitely not like a not, no longer like a taboo subject anymore. Um, well, even after the first one, though, it was you know there was just you know that would be, just became the a normal cool? subgenre of horror. To people who have problem, maybe like you know the original Exorcist is like scary with demons. I'm like this one. I think people could get into more because it starts off like it's like you know you're watching people like their copagandas, their cop shows. It's a cop right. show with a real crazy murderer, so that kind of slides you in, and then like oh what are we doing? You know it's like it's like Law and Order, you know. Demon K Squad is what we just watched, and then <laughs> yeah. oh my god, right? And then um, I was going to say one more thing, but I forgot. So we'll get back to that. <laughs> Excellent. Sorry, there's demons on the brains. I got. Let's see the X. Oh, one of the coolest moments in the movie, like it's Exorcist Three, you know, Legion or whatever, and I'm watching it, and then like I had like then when the um, the other father comes in to like late to do the actual exorcism, I go, oh fuck, that's right, that's what this is called. There's going to be one of these because at that point I thought. Figured that wasn't even we weren't even doing that, and then like, well, oh dude, shit! It seemed like that guy was trying to perform that exorcism over like a long period of time. That wasn't the first time he was in there trying to do that. No, it's he's yeah he knew what was going on, and, and it's like his own little dark his own little dark secret. He knew about it. Yeah, what I picked up to that from that was was Pazuzu. I think he was building over time. That was my guess because he he was definitely way more powerful in this movie than he was in the original. Well, I would is, is it was it for sure Pazuzu because the Gemini is talking about his master, and like so this is like a spirit that decided to keep coming. Like they 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 well, amped up, they juiced up a human soul. Is they mentioned that, interpreted that they mentioned that the master is the same demon that possessed Reagan. They mentioned oh, it, right. Okay. So right. Pazuzu was that. the one that possessed Reagan. So it's to be assumed that. Pazuzu is the master. All right. My guess Correct. was because in the end of the Exorcist, Pazuzu for a second possesses the priest, and that's how he's able to throw him out of the window. He essentially throws himself out the window. So right. my my assumption was once he throws himself out the window, he's still within um, the Father priest, Cars. and then he lives on, and that's yeah. how he resuscitates himself. <clears throat> well, then, and, the, and that's uh, the, the reason behind taking the form of Father Karras, too. And I think mm-hmm. it's mentioned as well. As more like a form of revenge because, like, Pazuzu, the master, is pissed because he was able to perform a su- successful exorcism. Yeah. yeah, he didn't like that. So he's pissed that he so got taken he... down. So that's why he's going to use this form of a de- of this dead guy who took him down to taunt his his friend. Okay. But like the Gemini, the Gemini killer seemed like he was he was juiced up because he wasn't he wasn't. If we believe that, I mean, either the Gemini killer was possessed by a demon as well, or he was a fucked up human being. And then, like, when he died, like, he juiced, he got his soul, like, juiced up by hell. It sounds like he was negotiating with the Master and the Legions to do this. Like, he used to be a human soul, is how I took that. I w- like, the Gemini I killer was, was, was a human being I, I that they eventually caught possessed. and killed. I thought he was being possessed through um, Pazuzu's minion. That was my That was my takeaway from it. I mean, perhaps, but well, I, I, think I, it was just, I think it was just Pazuzu, like, like Nick saying, like giving him this like power, you know, like, like be like living through the Gemini yeah, cause killer. He, Cause he was also crazy too. He was also, yeah. he just wasn't yeah. like possessed. He was also insane. So using him he as was, like a I mean, vessel to like get 
to uh, get through and give give basically the Gemini killer powers to go. I mean, kill from beyond the grave, or not from right, beyond the grave, but from beyond beyond the cell. Basically, Freddy Krueger in a weird way, and it's not the same. But like, he dies, then he gets to come back to life as a demon, and then he's torturing people in their dreams. But this Gemini killer is a was a real guy, was a real bad guy when he was a human being, when yes. he was a mortal. He dies, goes to hell. They're like, yeah, man, you know this fucking priest? Yeah, let's do some shit here. We're going to cause some chaos. You ain't done yet. I love what you're doing. Because, like, he talked about how the master was impressed with his work. It's like, oh, my God. So then he jacks them all up, juices them up with hell powers, and then he's able to, they're able to, yeah, command legions from beyond or possess people. I mean, it's a whole, right. because like, the vagueness of, like, yeah. You could even think, like, you know, 15 years prior when he when the Gemini killer was executed, like you said, he goes to hell, but then, like, that same even day or time or whatever. Could be. The, it's about the same time. You know, Pazuzu brings him back. That's why he ends up wandering the streets aimlessly, uh, you know, has, like, amnesia, and that's when he get, yeah. ends up getting locked up and then claiming to be the Gemini killer, but people are just like, whatever, you're not the Gemini killer because that guy's dead. You know, so that's right. what that's and it, you know, and, and took, that's why the, the 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 attention is never even brought to Kinderman, because like he no, caught him right. and he thinks he's dead. So it's just and and like he brings him. So like okay, Gemini Killer's dead. Uh, Damien's put in the ground, and then like it's like they, the the deal is going on in hell. They're like, oh, this body's in the ground. Where can we? We got to put this guy here. The logistics. I I like to think of. Hell logistics sometimes about how they go about their business because oh, this you? is the life I live. You yeah, like I do that. <laughs> yeah, hell logistics are the best. The I, think you get a, I, think, I think you can get a job head. in hell logistics. <laughs> yeah, does, yeah, okay. So, like, okay. But he's his, his brain was too dead, so he, they whip in the Gemini killer's soul into Damien's body. He's able to break out of that, you know, because they said they've had him for 15 years. So he breaks out of the coffin relatively after, you know, recently after the burial, you know, enough of the groundskeepers might even still be like filling stuff up. So it was like, no one decided to tell that story. These groundskeepers who saw this happen, they didn't tell anybody. They probably did. They're like, you're crazy, man. You're drunk. It's like, I was, but I know what I saw. This is where this movie loses me again. Like in the original movie, it was hard enough for Pazuzu, the stronger demon, to take over Reagan. And now they can do all this other crazy shit through dead bodies and stuff. Like, come well, on. His bodies are, well, okay, let's, we're going to talk about, you know, demon physiology now, too, because I like, okay. this is, I got, I got a lot, I got a lot of cool topics I like to talk right, about. Go ahead, Dr. Nick. Which is, which is why when I was watching this movie, I was just like this, just, oh, all right, <laughs> how does that work? Let's evaluate the science behind demon possession. They oh, got okay. cool hobbies. Yes, the science, yeah, okay. quote unquote. No, but, um, because the soul was basically gone, kind of, sort of like it, it was like an empty shell. But it must have been still fresh enough to be able to host another demonic. Because, like, the human brain, demons have to break that shit down. Because that's why they taunt you, they torment you, you get scared, you get concerned, you get worried. So you lose your confidence, you lose your faith. They can. But if you're just a fucking corpse, they basically, it's like a zombie. He just, he's like, boom, meat suit, bitch. So he reanimates him. But, like, meat then Damien starts to, yeah, then Damien starts to kind of, his his brain starts to kind of filter about, or maybe he... Maybe because of the uh, the exorcism, maybe his soul was never totally out of his body. Again, mm-hmm. cool question. But like, but then over. So then he wanders the streets as a zombie. No one knows who he is because the meat suit is damaged. And then like over those fifteen years as he's locked up, he's rebuilding it. I don't ask me how a demon regrows brain cells. I don't understand. That's not, that's above me. I don't know that. But he yeah. does it. And then, and then eventually, when his brain's put back together, then Damien's also back together in there. But now he's got this Gemini killer, super jacked up human soul. 
I mean, it's a yeah. whole thing. I can buy it. I can buy the rebuild the brain cell thing. I mean, they can fucking transfer from the dimension of hell into our dimension. So why not be able to re- rebuild but some brain cells? Again, like, like a, yeah, right. But the vagueness of like how he specifically says, like, we can only interact with this world through like, like you're giving a lot of exposition about how demons work <laughs> to this cop. Like, you're, why are you wasting time doing this, demon? This is a lot of information. Yes, Cause exactly. Because he's that, having fun. That was another thing. The, 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 the wild expositions, although I think they were performed very, very well. Just oh, like, yeah, of course. Just like why, why, why is this information just being fucking spouted out? It, 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 it... Maybe. I think, because because Gemini Killer... I think it happens all the time yeah. in movies like this with like demons and things like that. It's like this like explanation. It's like this like, you know, we're going to tell you all this shit because we're just having fun and being silly. And there's nothing you could do to stop us. So we'll just spill all well, the yeah, I'm just watching because... the movie. I can't stop them. No. Right. It, yeah. It's but also like... maybe the Gemini Killer, to justify that, maybe because the Gemini Killer was a human. And then became a juiced up human, like demon soul. That maybe he was just fascinated with the process. Like he's like, I learned all these things, and I've been a mute for fifteen years. I'm gonna tell you my whole story. Oh, that could right, be, yeah. right. Because that, that when when he is saying most of that stuff up until the end, it is just the Gemini killer, just like yeah. you know, souped up Gemini killer. And then if, after like the 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 murder attempt at the um, Kinderman's house, then it's like full on the mask. Yeah, Again, the like, with the legion, like, there, there's that you, more than that you caught yeah. on that you know. Yeah, there's more than one. I would even yeah, like a if um, like that. Which my brain thing goes back to like um, comatose people are you know easier to possess because there's not much of a there's not much of a of a filter. There's not much protection there. Again, yeah, it's, it's a barely live. It's just a yeah, a barely live meat suit. No soul to nothing to you know. No proactive imagination or thought processes to combat the demonic entity man pet do you want to become a demonologist with me <laughs> maybe just to make fucking sense of this silly fucking movie other than that no then you'd hate it for different reasons you'd be like yeah, that's not how demons it. really work I would, I would hate it for its inaccuracies <laughs> demons don't work like this in the real world the exorcist 3 is bullshit this is not how demons yeah, this work is phony <laughs> At first, it just you, uh, bored me, and I hated how the, it jumped around. But now, the science of it's all wrong. <laughs> uh, and, totally and you know what? You know what scene I really liked, and I wish they we we could have revisited was that dream sequence. That dream sequence was that's another thing that was, well, I love that part, but it was also very very strange. And we're like, well, how about yeah? And then the 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 patients who kept talking to radios and like in the dreams they were trying to yeah, radio they Earth. Like tra- they were trying to talk to people on Earth. See, that's, that's the vacation I like. Connect those dots, but like no one tells you to connect them. It just exists. But and you also, can choose were, to. Were or they not. were they in purgatory? Is that where they no, were? They were in, that was no, those like, were angels. Yeah, there was angels. It was like a waiting station, too. Sure. Like well, outside it was like a train yeah. station, but they had beds. I don't know what was going on. Did, and did you notice that, like, uh, I didn't really, I noticed one person, but I didn't notice the rest of the cameos. Oh, I noticed one person. <laughs> Which one did you notice? The handsome person. Fabio? What did you notice? Oh. So I, I also noticed. That was Fabio Fab- is one of the angels? Yes. Yeah, Fabio is one of the angels. And sense. then um, I, I, I. Had to take a second glance, and I was like, "God, that guy looks familiar." And I didn't couldn't pinpoint it because, like, the lack of facial hair. But the angel that was sitting next to Father Dyer, it was Patrick Ewing. What? Oh. What? Ooh. Yeah. 
why? And it's totally him. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like totally him. But like, I didn't, I even had to like, once I saw that it was him, like, I'm like, cause I was like, God, that guy looks so familiar, but like, he didn't always have facial hair. And like, so like, I'm just used to seeing him with more of like a goatee. And then I'm like, Oh, that like, Holy shit. And also there was a blind guy in the dream sequence. And that was Samuel yeah. Jackson. I just noticed that. Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't notice. Heaven's what? a wild place. Why Patrick Ewing though? What the fuck? <laughs> and then Larry Larry part. King is in the restaurant that they're in. in the yeah, movie. that was totally Larry yeah. King. At yeah. first, I thought it was a lookalike, and I was like, "No, that's actually Larry King." <laughs> <laughs> that would have been even cooler. Because I'm like, "Is this the '80s? Everybody looks the same?" Oh no, that's Larry King. Totally, that's totally. Larry yeah, King. that'd be super weird. Just like a, to have like a random lookalike. Of... That'd be sweet. No, that'd be awesome. Well, that'd I mean, be, it's just the guy really that looks better than having actual Larry I mean, King. Back when the big glasses were a thing, and like just this, I mean, he looked like, but then like, oh no, it's clearly this Larry King. <laughs> yeah, pretty, but yeah, but the Patrick Ewing one really was like, what? Like, such a weird, like, what did he have to do with anything regarding this movie? Like, well, who, who called him up and was like, hey, Patrick, you want to be in this movie? And I was like, yeah, I'm down with that. Was he actually actively interviewing for movies? Who knows? I don't Sorry, you don't, you don't interview for a movie. You audition for one. No, you I, interview. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'd like this. Maybe, maybe I'm gotta, like a, inter- on the movie interview coming up on the Scream <laughs> Factory, um, like Blu-ray. Maybe there's a thing about like why and how that happened. Maybe somebody had to be a big Knicks fan. That's, that's oh, all I can think of. you know what? That's that's definitely what happened. hundred percent. Oh, speaking of that, where are they? in america in this movie it seems like the most it seems like the most i never maybe i've never seen stuff from georgetown it seems like the most european town in america i mean that would just like the architecture that would make sense so 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 european so georgetown like is in washington dc okay and it's just like a pretty historic neighborhood georgetown university is there it's pretty famous old university America uh, isn't also, old, but it's old stuff would would have definitely looked European. Yeah, oh, yeah, and Georgetown University, just look up a picture of the university. It's old. It's like an it's old. It's like you know what I mean. Founded in 1751, so yeah, it's up there. Yeah, so yeah, it's got that old European stank on it. And that's where the original <laughs> movie took place as well. So it's the same. Yes. Yeah. yeah they love. They couldn't get away from the staircase. Had to keep showing me that bad boy. What a terrible oh, staircase! I like that. Yeah, fuck that staircase. So, but I also like it. It's so like. Like in the wintertime? How many people is the staircase kill in the wintertime? The staircase is named The Exorcist Steps, and it's on the Wikipedia for Georgetown. I mean, it should be. It's a... It's like a... Right? All Any hist, any movie place is always going to... If it's in, like, a specific town or something that's yeah. not, like, Los Angeles or something, obviously. But if it's in, like, a smaller town or something, yeah, I'm sure they're going to list it on there for people to... To go and see, people love going to um, places where you know movies were filmed. I was just, um, I was just gonna ask you, do you guys want to go to the bottom of the staircase? And uh, yeah, I would definitely. Stairs? We'll squirt some ketchup on yeah. the ground. We'll no, we can go to the yeah. we can go to the we can go to the top, and I'll just throw you down. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pazuzu. Yeah, regular Pazuzu over here. <laughs> And uh, it's funny because, like, you know, with people and, like, going to, like, different spots, again, like, I was watching that Cursed Films thing, and the one episode was about Poltergeist, and how people, like, are obsessed with going to the house. The house is still there. Makes sense. 
The yeah, same guy sense. owns it. Who he didn't actually own it yet when the movie like they are they just built it and then he had like was in the process of buying it not really sure, realizing that the, it's still his ex- house and it's really just the exterior and then like the backyard had the the pool but i think some of that was filmed in like elsewhere obviously like i don't know if the skeletons are like in the pool and stuff like that but like um yeah so people still constantly like go by that guy's house and like it's like a thing it's just some old older guy now who lives there and, and yeah people are constantly just walking by and taking pictures in front He's of that like, house fuck yeah it's my house man this i don't know how he feels people. about it in the thing they do talk to the neighbor the guy who was the neighbor he had moved in like eight years ago so that guy like kind of knew and he yeah. thinks it's funny he's like he's like everybody's always nice that comes by nobody's ever yeah. like a fucking crazy person or nothing he's like it's always fun to talk to people but yeah he's like people are always like it's cursed and all this whatever stuff you know because they, <laughs> they they used real skeletons and which is like a weird thing that they they talk about on there is like yeah when you go buy skeletons they're real like we didn't they were cheaper to then to make skeletons well was, was cheaper it real just skeletons buy... or wasn't it corpses i thought it was like uh cadavers they used no, it's just the skeletons that people talked about that they used. Oh, and, okay. I thought it was actually um, like cadavers. No, people people thought that, but they didn't use any real cadavers or anything. They just used real skeletons because they the people in the production they even mentioned like it was just yeah. Cheap. But where do the yeah where do the skeletons come from? Like a place like Hospitals? a Return of the Living Dead, like a place where you buy medical equipment. I like, like that. Like I like that. I like thing. that was your fucking explanation. Like the place from Return of the Living Dead. Well, yeah, I, was like, I just watched <laughs> it, and you just watched it. So I like, know that. In my... Yeah, I was like the most unsecure military base I've ever seen. <laughs> the no, military no, base. You, the first it's like a Return fucking ramshackle Dead. warehouse for random the... medical horseshit. <laughs> yeah. The, so, but yeah, but that's basically where they bought them—a place where like medical, like schools and students would get some like skeletons. And that's where they bought them. But then the but yeah, people were like, they used real ones, and it was like, yeah, we did because we didn't have the fucking money to make them. Well, <laughs> but, uh, then they got haunted. So it's crazy. <laughs> I've I've looked up real skeletons to buy, and they're not cheap either. So making one must be ridiculously expensive. And now uh, you can just go to Spirit Halloween and buy a bunch for like two dollars. No, I, I want a real person. Yeah, place. back then you couldn't just get the skeletons at the store like these absurd ones that look realistic and whatever. Yeah, um, right. yeah, it's it's crazy too because like so like so many people involved with those poltergeist movies. Not to get well, get back to Exorcist in a minute, but like hate that people talk about the movies being cursed because I was just, I was just talking about that with a, a coworker. Yeah, that they hate that because they're like, no, these like these are people we cared about that like the little girl like had this like this like disease like wrong with her she like oh really like, i didn't know like, that yeah it was like because she died at, during at the end of the making of the third one the girl who played yeah. caroline mm-hmm. um but like yeah they were like they hate that people talk about this that it's cursed because they're like this is like a real person that like we we loved and cared about like it's yeah. not some fucking bullshit like like spooky and then like the other girl that died that was in the first movie that played the sister like her boyfriend like fucking murdered her like Oh boy! And choked her. He was a fucking, but he was a known person who had like been to like jail and things like that for battery and things like that multiple times. So it wasn't yeah. 
so they like but, but like these are two people that we like knew and like loved like so like and they like they didn't really even want to finish the third one like they really did not want to go back and finish the movie but the, the uh, studio was no you're gonna finish they just it. pushed it yeah because they only had like a few more scenes left and they just used like a double for the for carol ann yeah, like, you the can tell the the, uh, the closing shot of three the dad's holding the kid who's not carol ann and you never see you don't see her face at the end they don't yeah show you, it don't see, you don't see you don't see she's passed away that's yeah, uh, yeah. that's pretty fucking horrible that they yeah and it's none of them, not good none, none of the people involved either like they none of them went to like the premieres and everything like that because yeah i would say fuck that i'm not going to this movie you psycho asshole yeah, yeah. uh but and i just watched the crow one too and that was a different scenario where uh, brandon lee's like like his mom was like no we want you to finish this movie like we brandon's like shining this was gonna be, break him well, yeah, yeah, it was, and I mean, it it did make him, and then he just, and that was the end. Yeah, right. But like, they it's wanted the movie, to, they wanted the movie to be finished. So, like, when the guy who like replaces him in the rest of the scenes that they had to film is like his stunt double, they the guy who was like the makeup effects guy like made like a Brandon Lee like mask type thing for that guy to wear, and that guy awesome. like messed that guy up kind of like that he had to wear this like guy who was his like friend. Like from being a stunt double, like Oof. wear like a face of his. Like they didn't have like a face that looked that was like for like scenes where it was like just him. It was like no, a just like just to catch it. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. If you so, catch the camera, catches enough of it, it still looks like him. Well, I mean that's cool. That's a good Hollywood motto. The show must go on even if your friends are dead. Well, that what? one was a different yeah. one though, where the family was like, no, like still. this is to right. honor Brandon. It's as opposed to like the studio being like. Uh, you know, because even in the in the case of the crow, the studio was even like, "Yeah, we're I, we're just not gonna, you know, we're not gonna." Finish yeah, this. And, and which is you know kind of rare, uh, big big studio, you know, to be like, we don't want to make money, um, <laughs> which is the poltergeist situation, right? Where it's like, we're you know, and uh, no, but like, instead, like it was like the the Lee family was like, "No, we want you to uh, make sense." The, to keep going on that anyways aside curse stuff is uh you know kind of coincides with the exorcist and things like that but um but yeah i i i also really though i all i loved the i wish we would have had a little bit more gore stuff in it with since there was like a killer in it uh the stuff when they did show you some gore things it was like oh, like some of the makeup effects at the end were awesome i was like god we could have used they could have just maybe, maybe, maybe that is budget, the or maybe it's, cut. Yeah, maybe maybe that's it's the cut. cut yeah with some more gore actually i did think i, I did think i read, read a small bit about um some gory stuff here and there but uh yeah because like the the with father skin is like ripping off and stuff oh, like yeah. that ripped yeah. off and it was like it stuck to the wall yeah that was rough. yeah that was that was, it was awesome. awesome but also yeah that was like that was really it yeah Otherwise, everything else was just, like, just alluded like a crime to, was like, committed yeah they alluded to it that was pretty they much they showed it. you the blood or they showed you or they never showed you like the not that you need to see decapitated heads but like they didn't show oh, any of that i need then, to see decapitated heads. pat needs it i need and then they it. would just show you like the the blood in like the cups that was uh, one of the weirdest killings, that right? Was that was very like, weird. Like the and yeah, then, we, the dungeon. You know explain the process to <laughs> right. What the fuck? But then we then we got no explanation of why he put them in the jars and what they were, they were there for, and then they were just gone. Yeah, just that could have been maybe that's the director's cut thing too, of like a like yeah. a little explanation there behind. I think it's just uh, being a cuckoo crazy person. Well, that's what I mean. That's what like that was a vague, creepy thing to do, and then like the 
all the expo- the, the exposition about specific things. I'm like, well, we could just be weird and creepy, but now you're going to tell me specific details? That's okay. But, you know, weird picking and choosing there. I want to hear that as a verdict from a judge in a court case. On, on 12 counts of being a cuckoo crazy person, I sentence you <laughs> four times life. Cuckoo crazy person. Cuckoo crazy person. Is this person guilty or innocent? Of being He's cuckoo crazy, cuckoo crazy. <laughs> lock him up, boys. <laughs> Never saw that dude again. Cuckoo crazy. Well, you can't be cuckoo crazy and just running it's a around. Legal around. definition, yeah. yeah. You just can't be like that and running around. You can't be a Gemini, you can't have Gemini killers all over the place. No, definitely not. You gotta yeah. lock them up. Throw I'm like the Gemini killers. Rooms. And what's weird is because without because like you almost think a movie happened that you never saw with the gem with this movie, which is kind of neat. Yes. Yeah, like, that I, I had been... to look back. I was like, what happened in the second one? I was like, well, oh, none of this, this shit. Not this. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. It's even, that was another I, thing I didn't like. I, yeah, kinda, I, I, believe, I can imagine that would make you upset. I wasn't I'd pleased agree. about it either, but I was like, oh, well, whatever. I'd agree in with my a head, it's a cool on... universe. But... Oh, yeah. I'd agree like, with a lot they, of people online, it, though. Like, you should know this. That's like, okay. Yeah, I but that's okay. Know. A lot of people movies do that where there's like a whole thing and like it just doesn't like. But it also occurred like halfway in the movie. It's like, what's even. There's even people like Robert right. Rodriguez that do it on purpose. Like, look, at here was this third movie you're never going to see, and this is a fourth. Like, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, they show you these sure. flashback scenes of Selma Hayek and Antonio Banderas on this other adventure, and they how well, they ran into this other character pre- previously. And it's like, well, nope, you just get like a 10-minute clip of this entire movie. At, at yeah. least there's a clip, you know? It's just not fucking... <laughs> Unaffiliated exposition, you know. I you don't need to when this Gemini came out. I have to go look it up on microfiche to know what the fuck happened. You can already tell what the what Gemini right. killer's been up to. He's been cutting off people's heads and being a crazy cuckoo crazy. Well, yeah, yeah, that's assumed. Yeah, he's so been already... he's been regenerating brain cells in a dead human priest for fifteen years so he could do this again. There you go. <laughs> makes sense to me. Yeah, it makes it makes one hundred percent. It was so good when, like, when Damon yells him to, like, do it now when he came out. Like, it's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. I like that. And it was, I thought it was cool that they got the same guy to play Damien, too. It wouldn't, have, it wouldn't yep. have worked without him because then you just switch into a different. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. I, I think what I, what I hope that they would have done if they couldn't have got him is just had Brad Dorif do, like, a now I'm Damien, you know, like a split personality thing. Like, sure. He, he could have done that. Of, at first, I was confused of which one was which. So yeah, they could have done that. Yeah, because otherwise, trying to get a lookalike would have been stupid. And yeah, that would have been. Rough. It wouldn't. Have, it would just be a different actor. Red Dorf could definitely turn, fucking pull it off. Yeah. So I. Yeah, I think he he could have. But uh, what I was going to say before is, I think I have to agree with a lot of people that really like this movie. Is that I almost wish it wasn't called Exorcist Three, and they should have just called it Legion. I would have been happier with that. Or the Exorcist Legion. Because yeah, but you know how people... Is the Exorcist and Legion connected in the novel forms? Yeah, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they right. are. Uh, same writer, same... He did this like, because... He, he wrote the book because it was taking too long to put together this like sequel that he wanted to make, and they were going to have the original director from the Exorcist come back, because he didn't do the second one, he had nothing to do with that, and, and so it was going to be like, okay, we're going to have you know him come back, and then he didn't end up doing it, so that's when like well, he went and wrote this book, and then they then they were like, okay, well you wrote this book and it's great, and like let's make a movie of it. And then he 
I guess he had like asked like John Carpenter to direct it at one point, but then John Carpenter w- loved the script, but was like, clearly you really want to direct this. Like, this is like your thing. So like, why don't you yeah. take a stab at directing this? Because you like, this is, seems to be like your thing. So I'm going to step away. So we could have even had, like, that could have been a thing. We could have had the John Carpenter version of this movie. Uh, who knows what, what that would have looked like. Um, but it was uh, a different time. Like the sequels that weren't connected without the names, and that's still risky to do nowadays. Like, yeah, they but I think if you would have called it ex- the Exorcist Legion, maybe even I don't that. Know, man. It's just instead of Exorcist Three, because calling it Exorcist Three, I think probably dam did more damage than it did good. Because if people hated the second one so much, why would they want to see a third one? Yeah, and then well, the and second then, one must have done well, right? It did. No, I don't. I think I think it did mediocre. And it was just just destroyed by critics and you got to remember back then people would like read the newspaper and see star ratings and things like that i mean people still do that kind of now but uh with rotten tomatoes and things like that but like you just had like you know your rating system or then like your siskel and ebert type of thing and that's how you knew if a movie was good or not and it was just like these very limited resources now you can read any critic wherever or any outlet or you know what have you so um i think that that's also you know it did because this movie was a budget of 11 million and it made 39 million at the box office Oof. the this third one did and yeah. then the second one it made well i mean and also money was you got to think about inflation too so the blood the second one the budget was 14 million and it made 30 million so it doubled something. His, it's doubled yeah. his money, and so did this one, kinda ish. But it's like, I don't know what that equivalent, the equivalent to now is. I think my view is just skewed because what movies make nowadays is kind of ridiculous. You know, it's it's really wild. But now, but 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 if you look at the box office now for the for the original one, it's including re-release numbers. Oh, okay. So the right. original can you, can you original budget for thirty million dollars now. Probably not. Yeah, yeah, you can easily make not movies. many. There's not many that are like that. Look, there's there's a lot that are. It depends sure. what kind of movie. Depends what kind of movie. Yeah. yeah, it depends what kind of movie. But I'm sure you could easily make a movie. That's, like a, that's a low budget movie nowadays, which is crazy. Um, but like, but now, like, the budget for the first one was 12 million, and the box office total for the original is 441 million dollars. But that's also because they've re-released the movie who knows how many times. Have they re- right. re-released it this month? I would, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure it's bad. It's out playing on drive-ins. There's was a number. It, uh, of Hocus Pocus was uh, in the top of the box office a couple weeks ago. Yeah, if another I, classic it, Halloween movie. It was the classic. first movie. First movie to take down Tenet after its, you know, dis- oh, dismal, <laughs> dismal box office run that Tenet. Oh, had. what? That movie didn't do well during COVID. Who would have guessed? It made it made a, it made like three hundred million worldwide. How much does movie cost theaters? to make it? No. But but worldwide, I mean, that's what would that's what it would have done in like the first like few weeks domestically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it was a bad idea to be the Movie only one. Theaters I, are safe. Come hang out. The only in a one. Space the only one. A bunch of strangers. That I, that I didn't really care that they because they didn't really push it either. Was like the new mutants. Like Disney didn't even didn't really push that. Unlike Tenet, I, that I was even, like I didn't even know that came out. Tenet was like there were commercials nonstop during like yeah, baseball, football, and everything, and it was like 
you know, where theaters, where you can go to theaters is like, they're pushing it so hard. And it's like, I don't know if that was just the studio or if it was also Christopher Nolan. Cause I know Christopher Nolan was like, you know, this movie has to be seen in theaters. Like, yeah, I dude, know that. Like, yeah. He needs chill the fuck out theaters, on that. Still, and then wait. Yeah. If it has to be in theaters, then you think it to wait. Yeah. So he was like a big proponent of that. And then he was also trying to lead the charge of like not letting movie theaters die, which, yeah, we don't want that to happen. But like, Maybe we just don't need to go to the movie theater during a pandemic. Movie theaters or people who go to the movie theaters. What do you want to live and what do you want to die? Right. If It, it would have been different if they only released it in drive-ins. Right? There's it would have been, been different. Yeah, it would have been different if we live in New Zealand. Do, do we? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, that too. Yeah, but what I'm saying, do, though, we we, don't. Considering, the, considering the way things... Thanks, Nick. I, was, I wasn't aware of that. Considering the it way things would be real different. are here... They should have just, for this United States release, just pushed a drive-in and, and given it to all these. Because there's a lot of drive-ins that didn't even like get it. They're like oh, the ones that are like they're like the ones that are like the one that's closest yeah. to here has been consistently just doing old movies. But why not give a, th- a drive-in like that the opportunity is, to show a new movie? To us? The closest one to us is there's one in McHenry. That's about an hour and a half away. Oh my. That's, uh, I mean, and they've, been, doing, they've been showing awesome movies, and it's very frustrating because, like, they did like a Nightmare Before Christmas last weekend, and they start uh, the movies at like six thirty, which are pretty reasonable. So, like, we could have brought Anthony, and it would have been like cool to like he could at least it was a double feature. We would have just stayed for the one movie and left, but like, still like cool. But it's like that's wait like, by the time we drive all the way there, possibly get in because I'm sure there's a giant fucking line, and then drive all the way home. It's like, geez, that's like a lot just to go see Nightmare Before Christmas that we can just watch on our TV here. Yeah. So, um, I'd be down for that. Yeah. That'd be fun. I've never been to but a yeah, TV. Yeah, but they've been showing, they've been doing like Blues Brothers one They're time. They're awesome. One night, and uh, they've done a number of pretty sweet movies out there that one of McHenry. Uh, Hocus Pocus being one of them. I think that was the double feature with Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty... And then they've been doing some like regular horror ones too, which are uh, pretty sweet. I'm pretty jealous of. Um, but I but I think if I had to rate this movie, I would give it probably a 7.5 crucifixes out of 10. Okay. I think that's my, my okay. rating there. I would, give it, I would give it 8 jars of blood. 8 jars of blood. That's I good. would... Uh... An eight and a seven point five. I would give it um two creepy old ladies. Two. A solid two. Creepy <laughs> old ladies. Wow. Well, that doesn't that doesn't average out to a great score, but two of two 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 of the three of us uh old ladies here enjoyed the movie, so um... Yes, there are a couple of old ladies. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> I don't know. Um, my ass basically uh but you know what did uh real quick before we you know sign off here did anybody watch that exorcist tv show that was on nope it was no two seasons and uh i think gina davis was on it neat i do do believe she was on it was on fox for like two seasons i always heard some pretty good things about it but i i didn't ever I never watched it, so I don't know. Don't know how how that went, or if it was supposed to be like a, a remake or something, or like a sequel. Oh, it says it serves as a direct sequel to the original series. So that's mm. that's that's interesting uh, for that. 
I know I people liked it, it, but then it ended up getting canceled. So I don't know. I just, I just watched the original for the first time a couple days ago, and I that movie is fantastic. I don't oh, think yeah, it's scary good. at all, but it's fucking phenomenal. It's, it's really real intense. It's it's hardcore. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. And I like I like the intensity in this movie too because it turned into like this psych psychological thriller type thing at at certain points and I thought that this movie was was uh, was intense at times too. Yeah. So it, it had good beats, but overall I think cohesively it didn't hold up for me. There we go. Well, so that was Exorcist three, and uh, like I mentioned in the intro, there uh, we're going to be starting our tournament for the best of the worst. So that'll be over the next uh, few episodes here while we we dive into this massive tournament. So I look forward to hearing us debate and discuss all these movies that we've watched uh, throughout our time here on the B-Movie Breakdown. And it's uh, just the movies that we watched within the first 300 episodes. Uh, We're not debating 300 movies, uh, but there's like a a good like 100 and I don't even know, whatever could dwindle dwindle down to a decent bracket size to not make it too overwhelming and absurd, and also disclude some of the good, legitimately good movies that we watched that we know we would just pick immediately over some others. So uh, make make which makes the the decisions a little tougher when these movies sometimes are just complete trash that we watched as opposed to some of the the better ones. So uh, for B movie breakdown, I'm Corey. Pat is over there. And Nick's over there. There you go. Have a happy Halloween and come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst.